Hello and welcome to the No Sub Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we are going to mark out a no so for Winter is Coming for AEW and NXT TakeOver. Uh, what is it called, Devin? Games. Thank you. Wow. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> so let's get into it. I'm your host, <laughs> Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mack. I'm telling you right now, my number one goal for 2021 to grow a mullet like the ref in the ring right now. Holy Lanta. No sells living legend, Mike Booble. What's up, everybody? And Devin Dahlweg, you're here. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm erect. <laughs> because one Corey has blessed me with the greatest gift I've ever received. And that is a signed photograph of Mr. Jim Cornette. Oh, yes. Putting over well, all gravy wrestling. Oh, putting over. <laughs> and, uh, Taking a hot you know, steaming shit all over it. But. Still haven't heard from that little bitch, Nick Gage, but you know. Oh. He's probably sharpening his machete. I mean, to be fair, he we heard from him. We haven't heard from you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're gonna show I added him. He didn't add me back. So, did, How did you add him? Did you add him on uh, Twitter? I wrote it down. Oh, oh you wrote it down? <laughs> <laughs> at... <laughs> Are you gonna do like a little freestyle, a little, uh, I, I, little I, rabbit? I emailed it to his AOL account. I'm waiting for response. You're gonna, ra- you know, you can freestyle right here now if you want a little Did rabbit. Did you try to- his MySpace page? Yeah, uh, that got taken down. Uh, fuck the free world, first of all. All fucking day. Did you check his hotmail? Uh, the, the inbox was full. Uh, a lot comp- of death threats. What about <laughs> CompuServe? What's that? <laughs> what? I was checking his floppy disks. Do you, do you even know what a floppy disk is? That thing you put in the slide and it goes. I'm so old. They were like this big when I started oh, yeah. using them in the 80s and stuff. Oh, school. yeah. Just re- Morgan Trail, baby. Just oh, remember, yeah. floppy disk was the key to destroy the world. Hey, I got dysentery and died. All right. That's right. Well, my wife died this week. I guess I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. Like to hunt all the food and then just take none of it. You guys yeah. just don't understand Fuck games. It. I'm just gonna hunt buffalo for like nine hours. Yeah, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill like this 400 pound buffalo. I can carry eight pounds of it. What the fucking rest of these idiots doing? How about we kill some fucking buffalo, you lazy fucks? They probably have dysentery. Yeah. God damn it. I always liked to like eat like a king and ration everybody else. <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll get the flamey on. You guys get the. Yeah, I'll take crumb. the back you know, new podcast. You get the grease. We live stream us playing Oregon Trail. Yeah. Daddy eats first. <laughs> just me with the plate, just standing behind everybody. You get the grease. Yeah, I get to fucking scrape the ribs with my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> get the bone marrow from the steak. Yeah. yeah. Give a hoof. I just I just went hunting for nine hours. And I got five hundred pounds of buffalo, and I can only carry four pounds. Fan fucking tastic. Wasting my day again. It's a great game. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Oregon Trail podcast. Podcast. Yes. That's what the world needs. <laughs> An Oregon Trail podcast. OTP. Yeah, you, you know, know me. me. I'm done with OTP. <laughs> Really? Joe, come back. Come Joe, on, really? Joe, come back. Reel us in. We're going only three minutes in, and we're, we haven't talked one thing about wrestling besides my little intro. Oh, I, should yeah. tell you, I should tell you about the week. Yeah. Yeah. We savaged this into the guardrail. There already. is wrestling. All right. you, know, you know what is savage? Nia Jax is wrestling. Woo-hoo. Or lack thereof. Denia, Denia Vax, you fucking suck. 
You suck. They should bring that back. That you your... suck. <laughs> For her new theme music. Worst you sports suck. entertainer of all time. I even called you out when I wrote it. Yeah. Worse was wrong. Than, but, worse know. than David Flair. David Flair never fucking hurt anybody he wrestled. You don't know about that? He hurt their I mean, emotions. I'm just saying. Benoit was happy. Wrestled David Flair. Then killed his family. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're Touché. leaving out. I feel like you're leaving out a very it's long a swatch of time <laughs> between burn. the match with Flair and the events of June 2007. <laughs> it was the it was start, start of the downfall. Wow! It was in multiple use, years of steroid abuse and head trauma. We're, we're, guys, what are you guys talking about? Her her swift moves to like um, make us watch. Be like, oh look at that! She took she didn't do that botch look, well. Oh, it might be the most athletic. In all fairness, it was a tag team botch. Because Lana, or Lana. 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 Or CJ Perry. She went to pull down the rope like a minute early. And on top of that, it's so weak. The move, the rope never moved. So she's just laying there, like holding onto the rope. It looked like the Peyton Royce's entrance of like holding the top rope like a cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was a tag team botch on those two. And then she ducks the Oscar clothesline, Del Rio's it by freezing, going, what to do? And then she sees Lana. Cat, canning her way across the ropes and goes, I guess I'm going to run through them. Oh, so gently. I might have to tag Cornette in that video. And you know what? Well, he's seen it. Probably. <laughs> she has gotten to by the by the, the net, the internet folk, because she's already talked about it this morning. She tried to make up a joke that she was chasing little Jimmy out of the ring. And then someone's like, don't worry, you do you, queen. You're the best. And she's like, Oh, I'm sure the dirt sheets have reported that I injured little Jimmy and he's out for six to eight months, but whatever. Probably did. Probably did. Oh, that sounds like a bitch who has gotten to. Rent free in that headspace. Right? Salty. Like these dudes. So you guys are all fans of her, right? Uh, Fuck Nia Jax. No. And her Denia Vax. Yeah, fuck her for multiple reasons, actually. I mean, I would. I wouldn't. Um, if you get a moment, I would recommend the triple threat match from last night's Raw of Keith Lee, Riddle, and uh, AJ Styles. I'm sure that's good. It was good. Yeah, and Jeff Hardy doing Jeff Hardy things. Uh, Jeff Hardy does a swanton off the top turnbuckle to the outside and hits his head on like the second still step. But he wasn't on the turnbuckle. He was standing on the post. Yeah. The LED post. And does it. But in... That dude, man. I did see the clip. So he does that and hits his head... But then immediately grabs a tambourine and starts playing it. <laughs> to which I'm like, that is the most Jeff Hardy thing that ever happened in Symphony of Destruction. He saved God. it. He <laughs> saved it. It's the second one because the first one was, I think, him and Bron- uh, Elias and Braun. It was Elias and Braun. But only, only Jeff Hardy could save it by just what starting is, to play a tambourine. Uh, how bad is Braun's knee? Um, hopefully know? career ending. Oh. Say, hopefully uh, he, he destroyed it. He tore his ACL, PCL, MCL. Hopefully <laughs> draws level. Hope. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. Alex and Smith. I'll see you now. Alex Smith. Hopefully he tore all the CLs. <laughs> Every <laughs> ligament that yeah. ever. His knee. But they, we're extra salty tonight, all you, of us, you, man. Yeah. They have to amputate above the knee. I will tell you this. Because <laughs> um, you brought up Braun, I'm just going to mention this right now, then we can move on to whatever the fuck else. Um, I watched the Liv Morgan documentary. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was really good. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. And she's a smoke show. Okay. So hot. But I can't understand for the life of me why this company would ever show this documentary. Yeah. 
It's about her being buried, isn't it? What's it about? About her being buried is what I heard. 18 months of her journey in WWE. Of doing nothing. And all it does is... Who asked for that? All it does is paint the WWE as this inept joke of a company that buries its talent, gives zero fucks about said talent, and leaves that talent to the point where, as Braun Strowman put it, and it's almost criminal that... uh, they uh, this didn't get a lot of play. <laughs> oh, Open good. up a good one, good brother. <laughs> good brother. <laughs> oh, I saw it coming. Yep. <laughs> we are fucking off the rails. Hashtag brother time. <laughs> sparks flying, and we're what eight minutes in. Eight Let's minutes. keep it going. Come on, Corey, take us home. <sighs> I feel like my serious point has been. Uh, I I believe you. I, as as the serious I host, I, uh, proceed. This didn't get enough play this summer, but on the Braun Strowman documentary, um, he opened up about his problems with uh, depression mm-hmm. and how at one point they had mis- uh, they had lied to him and manipulated him and misused him so much that at one point he was not far from grabbing a gun and blowing his brains out. Well, now I feel like a dick. Right? And I think, first of all, that got almost no play when that fucking thing came out. Number two... That on top of this one just paints this company in the ugliest light. And I cannot believe that they not only would let it go out on the network, but pub it. The whole thing is about how that company fucked her and her friends over, purposely screwed her every chance they got, lied and manipulated to her, made her lose all confidence in herself and her ability to work, made her question whether she was even capable of doing this job. And then brought her back only to play a lesbian for one night and then misuse her again. That was like the high point of the thing. We finally brought you back to TV as a lesbian for one night. That was like the redemption arc of the fucking documentary. That was like the climax. That (laughs) was the peak. That was like, and I I felt I had a new beginning. You can tell she was like, this is bullshit. Oh, yeah. I don't don't know that Vince knows he still has a network. I don't know if he knows I don't know he's, he's wrestling I don't even know if he knows. He doesn't. He, 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 <laughs> sir, he owns an entertainment. He's a robot. Good brother. He's a robot. I watched the Drew McIntyre one, right? Yes. And the first thing I took away from it, because the beginning of it, it's Vince cutting the promo saying this is the chosen one back in like 09. How fucking different he looks from then and now, and just by sound, just the way his face looks, but the way he sounds... He could barely talk the last time on a couple weeks ago. He's a frail. Like I'm not gonna say frail. Frail for Vince McMahon. He seventy five. He looks man. bad. Like dead and, uh, within three years. Bad. I don't even think it's that long. But that's, you know, I was trying to be generous. But but yeah, no. It was a, in terms of how well done and shot it was. It was a great documentary. But it just pointed. It just painted them in such a terrible light. I was like, oh, how the fuck are you even promoing this? Like. Yes, go on the network and watch this. This is great. Do you think that, um, well, they got shit for it, deservedly so, because they killed Owen Hart. Um, they saw that style of documentary that Dark Side of the Ring did and just decided to go all in with it because it's, I mean, it's really popular. A lot of people seem oh, to yeah. like oh, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's no, it's no coincidence all of a sudden that all they do, all they do is documentaries that are like 30, 40 minutes long. And Keith Lee has one coming yeah, up. This yeah, Sunday. I saw that. Yeah, that's, be good. That's just all they do. Um, because Dark Side of the Ring is popular. Frank the Clown, one next. This company... He was already on it. This company... Holy Foley. Yeah, this company has 30 years of of a track record. Whatever becomes cool in the this business, 
in another, regardless of what it is, a type of wrestler, a specific wrestler, a type of uh, production, a t- you know, documentaries. They will just straight up still and copy everything that's hot and drag it into the ground. I mean, uh, up until 2016, the cruiserweight PWG style stuff was on fire across the entire world and people were digging it. So they brought it into 205 Live and killed it yep. to the point where now nobody fucking stand it. It had it, it had it cup of coffee and <laughs> then. It would have had a much longer cup of coffee had it been for this yeah, son of a bitch. That tournament, coming. man. Look at, look at the people at that tournament. Right? That tournament was bonkers. Now people don't even watch it. I can't believe it. I don't. I think I saw a clip of the people that were on it, and I didn't know any of them. Yeah, I I haven't watched Two Hundred Five Live since well before coronavirus. So oh, it's been a long time since I watched a episode of. Yeah. Remember, like three years ago, where like they would be on Raw and they like they would change the yep. the, rope the, re- the ropes and everything. Now it's just it's taped after NXT. It's only like thirty minutes long, and the main event is like one half of Ever Rise against. Ashanti the Adonis, whoever the well, fuck. Well, we all that know is. who killed the cruiserweight division. So it's like Enzo Amore. Yeah. Ever since he fucking so I'm left. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's a it's sad. Well, I mean, if your division was hinging on Enzo Amore, your division was fucked, anyways. That's a good point. So, well, like, when you, you know, had can't Pack Pac at the time, yeah. and then you just oh, you know, give it to the clown. You had Pac and chose to give it to Enzo. Um, How you doing? Everybody thinks Enzo was there to save it, but if if you go back and look at history, to kill it. it was the other <laughs> yeah, way around. He was a Trojan horse. No, he was uh, two hundred five was supposed to save him. Remember how pathetic he looked after the big cast thing, and he like, oiled himself in this cage and fell down and got punched. And I mean, he was left for dead as a character on Raw, so they moved him to the cruiserweight division, thinking this will help him and maybe help that show too because I mean, he's got some charisma. You're right; he was the Trojan horse. He fucking killed that thing dead. Right into the ground. They never were able to recover completely. They tried, but <laughs> you know what's weird about that is like of that those that three that group Lana is the one that's left. Oh, Carmella or Carmella. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I mean fucking it, weird. The best worker weird. out of the three, <laughs> and she's by far the best worker now out of the three. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it's weird how things like that happen, and it's crazy too because with like or. <laughs> With the killing of 205 Live, and it's the fact that, hell, they were even in matches at the time of, like, Murphy and Ali doing, like, hard, like, no DQ matches that were getting four and a half, two five stars, Dude, according to people. the Buddy Murphy era of 205 Live is fantastic, because they still had Ali, and they still had Gulak. And Alexander. And Alexander, and, and Nice, and they were having just really good competitive fucking matches. But then they took everybody who... Cared, mattered, ish. Yeah. Now, left it, left yeah. it with Arya Davari. Who's still on there. No the Dar. Ken, uh, no, he's, he's on UK. 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 Uh, Kendrick's still on there. Kendrick. Yeah. Is it Men- Mendoza? No. Yeah, the, Raul, the three. Yeah, Mendoza. Yeah, Legato de Fantasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ashanti, whoever that is. I keep thinking of the R&B <laughs> chick. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, would I be with him, baby? Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick. Niece every once in a while. It's not good. It's It's... I'm, it, hope, I'm hoping with the fact that they signed Ben Carter and the Rascals and Alex Zane. Yeah. That Fresh News Cup. God, put them yeah. all in the cruiser division and revitalize that shit. Try to anyway. Should they do the 205 again on 
Raw and SmackDown, but not call no. it the, no, just keep it their own. No, because it's the NXT Cruiserweight title now. It's got to be oh, part of NXT. So yeah, be on NXT. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which theoretically, every once in a while, the champ and and um, either Swerve or Jake Atlas are on NXT, but you never see any of those those fuckers. There's a reason they're not getting over. They don't put them on NXT. They're just hidden on a fucking lame duck network show nobody Ooh. fucking watches. Maybe that's the second NXT Triple H watch. It's all cruiserweights all the time, baby. So no, let's that's, bring that that's up. already exists. Let's bring you? that up now. Yeah. That, uh, Corey, you did tell us the other day that Triple H is getting a second show. Well, technically speaking, it would be the third since 205 Live <laughs> as part of the NXT cruiserweight division. But it will be on television, not that's what he's hoping. That's what he's hoping. Or should he do network again? I think it's going to be network. I don't think they're going to find anybody who's going to be willing to put a second NXT show. Jesus, I don't think there's a chance in the. I don't think there's a hope in hell that anybody does that. Coming on Fox on. I mean, on Hallmark Network. Unless FS2 is desperate, like it's going to be on the network. FS2 is desperate. However, FS2 is probably one of the hardest things to find. When when it first debuted, like. Uh, this this game's going too long, so the seven o'clock game's moving to FS2. It's like ESPN. News. Where the fuck is it? FS2? If you don't have Directv, you don't get it. That's pretty much the, the gist the of F it. Out. Like it's gonna be, it'll be on the network. There's no fucking way any TV channel be like yes, please. We want the B show for NXT, mm. which you know won't have fucking Balor and all the. It'll be fucking two hundred five live. It'll be the two hundred five live guys. Dabacado, <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, just whoever the hell's left. The it, women who haven't made TV yet. It'll be Dabacado versus AJ's manager. Right? Um, it will not be good. Did you see uh, on uh, Raw how uh, Reckoning or uh, Mia, Yim. Mia Yim had her match and her mask fell off instantly? Vince was pissed. Oh, no shit. How about you just don't? How about you take the masks off and everybody yeah. knows who the fuck they are anyway? I, I had no idea. I was utterly shocked. I was like, that's Mia Yim. Everyone's like, it's Mia Yim. That's <laughs> Mia Yim? I thought it was Trish Stratus. It's funny how those things happen. Heard that? You heard that? So let's move on to, since we have two big shows this week for AW and NXT. Well, winter's coming. So winter is coming. So let's mark out no-so for this winter is coming well, special. First of all, let's mark out the fact that they licensed that fucking term uh, from HBO. Did they? Yeah. From uh, Game of Thrones. Don't think they'd be using that if they didn't go through the proper channels, man. Money Mark and his daddy's money. Hey, I mean, it worked. They got it. <laughs> huh. So it's it's your normal dynamite. However, it's like what NXT does with. I wouldn't call it a regular dynamite. Uh, it's it's like what it's like an NXT fighter, it's calls like, a like Halloween fest. Havoc yeah. or yeah. It's dynamite. It's dynamite. So, uh, Mark at no sell for Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus Layla Hirsch. I don't know who that is. Yeah. I will mark out because Layla. I like Layla Hirsch. <laughs> I did this one Dude, first because I knew she's like a five foot one Russian, like legit athlete, like wrestler beast, um, who's going to get signed because um, WWE will gobble her up if they don't. <laughs> I meant that literally. <laughs> She'll but gobble like, Vince up to get it. Right. She's she's good. She's green, but she's good. She's like legit. Yeah, and she'll lose because Britt Baker's the push star, but it'll be okay. It won't be great because she's green, but it'll be okay. Have you seen her on like 
Yeah. Indie shows anywhere? I saw her. She was on that um, that weekend that Zen got back the in collective. Yeah, uh, the collective. collective. She was part of the collective. And then I've seen her on Dark a couple times. Um, so, I mean, I've seen her probably four or five times. She's She's got something. It's just that she's so young in that it's going to be a little while. But she's definitely worth uh, signing and bringing up. Uh, so you guys know Zelda. Someone knows that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have a point. It will be better than the tooth and nail match. So therefore, I will slightly mark out. There you go. There you go. And I'll take little Valentina Shevchenko over, mm-hmm. or whatever you said, a little five foot Russian. Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch. The next match will be Chris Jericho versus Frankie Kazarian. Hmm. I mean, like a mild mark out, like. I'm not against it, but I'm not like dying to see it either. Yeah, no. it'll, it'll be a fine match. I feel like 2008 me would mark out, right? <laughs> I don't know that 2020 me is gonna mark out about Chris Jericho and Frankie because a can of spam. They're doing well. What they're doing is like, and I like the fact that for like stat nerds and people like me who are mm. deep in, I, I dig this kind of thing where the last couple of weeks he's taken on Daniels and then Kazarian. It's people he's never wrestled. And if you've been wrestling 35 years on national television you haven't somebody. and you haven't wrestled somebody and they've both been around 20 years, that's rare. So the fact that they've kind of highlighted that is cool enough for me to get into it, but I'm not going to be all like, it'll be an okay match at best. Jericho will be blown up in five minutes. Yeah, I mean, Kazarian, I, I never thought I'd have to say this even a year ago, but Kazarian will carry the match. Oof, that's and for crazy. that, I will miss hell. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, a tag match of Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes versus Team Taz of Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, I'm going to mark out on this. With Brian Cage and Taz. I love Team Taz and what they're doing. Yep. It's fucking great. And last week's promo, did you see that? Yeah. With Cody and Taz was fucking phenomenal. Hey, doesn't your son... Don't... If FT- I train your son? If FTW is so great, Taz, then why is your son training at the Nightmare Factory? And Taz is like, Taz, all right, I'm off done. Off the mic, like, that was off the, over the line, brother. And I'm he, done. He leaves, and then he fucking comes behind him, puts the Taz mission on Cody and chokes him out. And his son's at Honest ringside. <laughs> his son's at ringside and leaves with him. His son is supposed to be very fucking good. Yeah? Yeah. There's got to be one in the family. And anything Ricky Starks. Is rock I, 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 I got to say, I love the uh, powerhouse Hobbs coming out like t- with like the old Tyson, the black tank top. Or sleep yeah, cover, yeah. yeah. Go hard cam, and you just see him just unfold the ladder and pat, pat, pat. <laughs> just taking. He's got that Sid Cara trampoline. <laughs> Boing, and to get up there. Uh, I'll mark out. <laughs> It'll be good. How's that? I'll mark out. <laughs> It'll be a good match. A battle royal for the AEW Dynamite Diamond Ring. Adam Page, Alex no Reynolds, <laughs> John Silver. Sammy Guevara, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian, Miro, Warlow, and MJF. Nah. Oh, I'm going to wait until Beavis and Butthead do their comedy bit. Um, I'm going to mark out because I'm going to love what my man Cornette has to say about this, but I feel... MJF's going to win again. I feel Probably. Like, I feel like he needs the ring. I can't see anybody Because else. it works so well with his gimmick. Yeah. I think he's just going to win again in a douchey way. Either that or Warlow win. Yeah, something like that. I was saying Warlow wins so they can start 
Sorry, the more I tension up? between I the mean, two. I'll mark out a little bit again. Like, I like that middle, as well, Joe. Middle yeah. of the road. I'm not like, eh, but I'm sure they'll do something fun with it. Yeah, it's, it's like after seeing all those names. It's a lot of big names. They killed Adam Page again because now he's maybe joining the Dark Order. Is this the third time they're going to build him up? Yep, they, yep. Um, it's, I think it's either going to be MJF, Warlow, or maybe Paige, but I think it's either Warlow or MJF. They, uh, all the other guys you see uh, that's named, uh, that I just named off, you see uh, Har- Hardy and Guevara will be facing off against each other. God damn it. You know? uh, they can't keep these two away from each other, can they? Silver and Reynolds will be facing off against uh, uh, Quinn and Cassidy. Seidel, maybe, but he'll probably be going off against Spears and Scorpio Sky. I uh, bet it's it's him for Wardlow. Yeah. And then your main event for the AEW World Championship, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Now this I'm going to mark out about. Um, it feels like a big-time title match, and it's just on TV, um, which is interesting. But, I mean, they can't stretch it until... Fucking late February. Yeah. Um, I think Omega wins the bell here. Me too. Um, I mark out as well. Uh, I think Omega does win. I'm still sticking with our booking, Corey. Omega wins here, holds it to full gear, where Adam Page can do the full gear turnaround mm-hmm. and then beat him. After kicking out the uh, one-wing angel. angel. Yep. I think Moxley's done a great job. So where does Moxley go from here? And where does who does Omega, uh, challenge Omega first if the, he wins? The best thing about Moxley is he can make any um, issue personal enough that with a promo that he'll be maybe he goes back to Kingston or something, something like that, right? Or maybe him and Kingston join together, yeah, and fight that death trio of Luchas and Pac or something. I mean, you could do or, anything. Or t- Team Taz after him and Cody. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. you can do anything. So. Um, and I hope Omega. I've liked the heel promos the last couple of weeks. Like you know, this time leave all the garbage crap at home and see if you can actually wrestle me in a wrestling match. And yeah, well, I gotta say this about Omega the the first time he did the forty five minute intro, I was like, okay, but I've turned around on them. Like I they're, love the they're like, so funny. I love the forty five minute intro now and. I, can't. I love Omega since his little the hill, turn. hill turn. Yeah. I don't know what the turn. Bucks hill turn is, but you know. <laughs> I'm still not into the cleaner gimmick. No, I mean, they, I don't know. He doesn't need the. the, the yeah. He just needs to be the cocky ass fucking heel. Which he is. Who kicks ass in the ring. Yeah. Do the Japan thing again. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Do the hits. Simple, yeah. Do that. Be that version. Why they signed you? That's why they brought you over? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what you came over. That's, that's, who that's what you came over to do, right? To you did everything you could in Japan. Now it's time to try to become the guy in a company that isn't WWE. Well, now's your chance. Show it to the American eyes that did not watch you in New Japan. I will say this though, and because I I just watched a New Japan show from 2018 to to do a retrograde on, and it was one of him and Okada's matches. But I also watched the Bucks on there and everything. And I wasn't sure I felt this way until going back and watching that. I get the succinct feeling that both the Bucks and Omega have really held back in ring since the start of this. Um, to not put themselves over as much as 
I I honestly can I can agree to you that because of the FTR Bucks match, you knew you gave it a four and a half, and you were disappointed. Disappointed in it, and I thought it was a good match, but I was also disappointed because you know they could have done better. And you know the plan, uh, the plan was for FTR to win that originally. No, and uh, the Bucks wanted FTR to win. They wanted to go at least another year before they got the belts. But Tony Khan said no. Um, Maybe if you didn't put the stipulation of the... Right. If they lose, they're not getting them again. um, But especially watching Omega, it's like he doesn't do... I mean, it's not even the AJ thing where he went to WWE and quit doing half the moves, but it's also he moves at half the speed. He's just... He's nothing like he was before. Do you think that's... Do you think it's because of the fact that he could go full speed in Japan because of the... The talent? Talent? Yeah, no, there's no one... There's hardly anybody in AEW who could... Go that speed. Go with him at that speed? The Bucks? <laughs> so his tag team? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just me? Yeah. Maybe it's just complacent. Like he was trying to prove something in Japan. Could be. Now Possible. he's just like, I don't need to prove it here. I just, uh, I'm an owner. This is my company. I think he's wrong. But you could be right. I don't know that that's correct. Um, Crowbar. I do know that he... The reason he came over here was because he accomplished everything in New Japan and wanted to try something different. But it could it could also be just a, you know you get over here and you start it and it's like mm, it's not what I wanted or not what I thought or you know what I mean. Sometimes the grass isn't always greener. You start a new job and then you're like mm, maybe I made a mistake. Who knows if that's the deal? But I mean it could be. Should well, be a good match, though. Yeah, should be. Um, probably going to go 45 minutes. Probably. I wonder if it will, if it will go commercial only free. Na- was that only four matches before that? And, uh, It'll fill two hours. They, Tony Khan said it today in a meet, uh, the press conference, press conference yeah. that TNT said they'd go over if the match isn't done. Like, if that match is still going, they'll just keep I w- It's one of those things I wonder if they were, like I said, if they would go commercial free for that match. Be smart. Because if you're going to do a 45-minute or longer main event, Can I, I don't want to hear JR go, come watch our infamous our picture. famous yep. picture in picture. I still want to hear Jim Ross anymore, period. But, um, I have an odd question pertaining to this big dynamite tomorrow. Yeah. Do you think NXT was as good as it was last week on purpose? Because... They wanted to try to keep people from watching Winter is Coming? Or was it just a fucking accident? Because that was the first good NXT since Halloween Havoc. Somewhere in the middle. It was a did, really good didn't episode. Didn't it win in the ratings? Yes. It did. 7-12 to 7-10. Somewhere in the middle. And it was a really good show. And I was like, why? If you can, why? Where's that every week? Good, you're probably right. So like, they wanted to try to stem the flow, but they just got lucky too. It, it's very WCW of them. It's... Yeah. It's funny about like in my mind watching NXT and AEW, it's and like just that fact of we've been talking for months now how and since NXT Portland how NXT hasn't been the same, but it's like when if they they're complacent at, at being oh if we get eight hundred thousand that's fine they never get they never do but if they can get eight hundred thousand that's good for them but it's like. Every week, they do one good thing. While then you can you can say, "Oh, the rest of the show is shit." 
then you go, last week's show was good, but why can't you do that on a weekly basis? I guess that it depends on who you talk to. Like, Triple H and his group, you know, Sean and Albert and Road Dog or whoever the fuck else is. Regal. Regal. They want it to be good every week, and they try. But from higher up in the hierarchy, they don't give a fuck about NXT. It's literally on USA just to keep people from watching Dynamite. They don't care if it wins. They don't want it to win. Vince looks at it as a, as a what's that term that everybody uses in business? Cockblock? Uh, no, it's like a loss, a necessary loss leader. or like It's a, it's a weird term where we're going to lose money on it, but it's necessary, so it's okay. Um, I know what you're saying. I don't know yeah. Look at the word. That's how he looks at it. He didn't give a fuck about that thing. It's just a necessary loss leader to keep Paul happy and busy. And because of that mindset, do you think that a lot of the talent uh, don't feel the need to put in maximum effort? A because they don't they don't they know that Vince doesn't care if they do, and they don't want to be called up. They don't want to go to those two shows and look at how many stars want to go back to NXT because that's where they would prefer to be. That. Is a wonderful point, and I don't know if it's happened yet, but it could very well start happening because there are. I think they want to work their asses off in NXT because they genuinely love that family. The they love the Triple H and Sean, and they love their coworkers. I and mean, it's like a, I mean, it's not like the main roster. They're all at the performance mm-hmm. center. It's like a family, right? And they love doing it, and they want to bust their ass for that. But at the same time, yeah, none of them want to get called up. And I wouldn't be surprised if eventually careers some, go to die. Yeah, some people start half-assing it. Look at Ricochet, Keith Lee, Alistair Black. Denia Vax. I mean, look at any of them. When was the last success story called up from NXT? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Uh, but but, 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 but uh, Alexa, right? Like, are we saying right away? Because Drew McIntyre, he, yeah, it took a while. Because a McIntyre while. got stuck being with Ziggler for a year, yeah. and then Shane. Way? How about either way? Because either way, I mean, yeah, some guys will get. I mean, Keith Lee was unstoppable for two weeks. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens may be one of the more stable. I mean, they they fucked he's, him a lot too, but he, he's been stable since. But he's he's so talented. He does a good job of. Rollins making it worthwhile. Roman Reigns. Uh, they don't. They don't count because that like that was like, NXT non uh, non network. The fact that none of us can actually come up with a serious answer. I think Alexa. Alexa might be the, might be the last answer. Alexa. 2016. I remember, I remember hearing that podcast when she was drafted. You were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Who I was the like, "Alexa, fuck Alexa Bliss." Charlotte? Besides me to my heart, but anyway, Charlotte. Uh, but Ron does, but. If Charlotte was pushed right off, I mean, yeah. to the extreme. So you're right, Charlotte. And Alexa Blix is an excellent answer, too. That's it. Because you can't say the other three members of the Four Horsemen. Because they, they've had times where oh, they've... Ba- they, they fucked Bailey they so fucked bad, Bailey. they almost yeah. killed they almost killed her dead. Yep. There's got to be one. It's amazing she Samoa was able Joe, to come back. You Samoa Joe, they fucked, no. yeah, they fucked him. Braun Strowman. Uh, no, he was a part of the Wyatt family and didn't do anything. Samoa Joe was a bigger deal on Impact 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. Strowman was on NXT once, and that was like a 10-second squash. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's right. He was never on NXT, so you can't really count yeah. him. Like, Roman was on NXT once. And it was all on... It's like and it, When they were on NXT, it was the... Um, you know, non-network. Like, they sure, they probably filmed it, but... Bo Dallas is the answer. Yeah, Bo. Well, Big E. big time in the... Big, <laughs> 
No, Big E was just law. Uh, was was, Sidekick. was was AJ Lee's bodyguard. Yeah. Big E Langston. See, there's not a good track record. Nope. I can't think. Nobody wants to be pulled up. That's why, for the past three years, we've been saying uh, Triple H hide undisputed era. And I, I think those guys have flat out said like, we are not going up. We'll leave. Yeah. They have. Those guys have pull because if they leave, you can't replace them in NXT, and those names in AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, wherever. Yeah. Would make a difference. Yeah. So. Would it make a huge... Like, I mean, it's not going to change uh, the business. AEW, Adam Cole be, would. Adam Cole uh, would in the right place. You think FTR is a big signing? What if they signed Adam Cole and what he walked all onto four Dynamite? Of them? Well, yeah. If Adam Cole... I maybe, mean, but... All four of them would be awesome, but if you just... Adam Cole by himself. Adam Cole walked onto Dynamite one and week. And don't forget, Burner. his fiance works for AEW. You know? He goes to all the fucking parties. Yeah. He like, knows those people. So does Cedric. Oh, you Sam. know they want him. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, you might have to sign Triple H to get Adam Cole to, to AEW. <laughs> He's got Adam Cole. Paul Levesque with Cody's gonna have to kiss that ring if he wants Adam Cole to AEW. More than anybody else in the business right now, he might have the most pull in terms of what you do with him. Adam Cole is one of the only guys you can think that when his contract comes up, w, Triple H alone would be like, how many uh, how many trucks you want backed up? Yeah. Uh, the only person who might get more is Roman. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. If, if Roman decided, yeah, that's the. Well, he just resigned what, last year. Adam Cole? Yeah. No, uh, Roman. Uh, both. They just resigned last year. Yeah. So five year deals, but like I don't know the length. Of I think three. three. They yeah. haven't been doing five. They've been doing three, like two and three. Yeah. However, with the advent of dynamite, they may have started. Especially like, for a Roman, like yeah, it's a, like, let's do a ten year. Yeah. <laughs> they could throw money. At They're going to go Yankees, but not an insane <laughs> amount. Yeah, you're right. Um, but just this, even saying that Adam Cole was in the ballpark of what they would have to pay Roman to stay speaks to what he means to the future of that company. And the less educated fan would be like, he's nothing. He's just on NXT. But those of us who know, it's like, well, he's there for a reason. Like Triple H is not letting him go. Plus Vince would think he's too short. He'd, He'd be Shorty G again. Shorty G with a catchphrase. Boom. That's it. He'll That's lose baby. Yeah, he'd be on 205 Live probably. He'd be Cole. Yeah, he'd yeah. be Cole on 205 Live job into Ario Davari. If Vince, <laughs> if Vince had his way. Christ. <laughs> Actually, you know what he sees him? I guarantee you Vince sees him as Zack Ryder. God damn it. I guarantee like, you. Why boom, is he so boom, popular? Boom. <laughs> and you know it. Oh, that's depressing. But yeah. <laughs> but yes. Um, I, Alistair Black's out the door. Well, he's gone. Are you kidding me? That guy is fucking gone. Um... Hate to see it. Eh, not really. <laughs> no, I'd go for him. Impact. Impact. I would go to. I would go Impact for sure. Maybe him and. I mean, it's, never, it's never. It's never actually. Gonna, no. But, I'd go to MLW. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That's that's a good fit for him. That's an that's excellent a better fit for him. place for that character. Alistair, or some version oh, of that man, character. Alistair Black against uh, Hammerstone. Uh, not Tommy him. End. Was that his name? Yep. Fatu. I get a different name. That name sucks. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> and gets Fatu. Yes, yeah. you're right. MLW is a good, good home for him. Let's move on to Sunday as NXT is on a Sunday. This boo pay per view, which sucks. As it's NXT Takeover War, War Games. Thank you. Thank you, Regal. I, I gotta say, I love the fact. I love that one part when it was the. Um, 
McAfee and his team, and then like they get separated by uh, with uh, Undisputed Era, and they get separated by security, and Regal comes out, and you just hear Cole like, fucking say it! For the love of God, say it! I want you to say it! And then he's like, War Games. It's like, yes. That part was awesome, but the better part of NXT... By the way, Kevin Owens should do commentary on NXT every yep, week. Yep, he should. The KO show was fantastic. He's got Leon <coughs> Ruff on there. And all of a sudden, he like he, he brings another chair in. And I was what are you doing? He's like, I know where these things are going. He goes, he brings another chair in. And he goes, like, Leon Ruff's like, yeah, I beat Johnny Gagano already. He goes, there you go. You, you said, said it. You said his name. I've done enough of these. He's coming out. Three, so two, and then, like, one. Gargano's in the ring talking shit. And all of a sudden, Kevin just grabs another chair. And he, what are you doing? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. No, he, knows, no, he, he, no, he offers him a chair yeah. first. And he goes, I don't want your chair. So he grabs it and chucks it. Yeah. And as that's happening, Owens is like, give me another chair. <laughs> so then he comes in, brings another chair. And then Gargano's like, I beat uh, Damian Priest for that. He screwed me. He's like, yep. you said it again? There it is. So Three, two, one. So he comes out. And, but Kevin Owens stands in between them after they talk for a while. He's like, if only there was some sort of authority figure here, kind of like a Teddy Long, who could come out and make some sort of, I don't know, triple threat match between the three of you. And then he waits for the music to hit, and eventually it does. And Regal comes out, and he's like, so at TakeOver War Games, it'll be Leon Ruff against Johnny Gargano against Damian Priest in a triple threat match for the North American title. Then he turns, and he turns back and goes, player. And then there's like a head. Then there's like a hair flip. Yeah, it's like there's a hair flip. Like play, play. <laughs> that's it amazing. Uh, it's great. I was like, that's awesome. So uh, I felt like Kevin Owens was like, you won't say play on TV. You won't do it. <laughs> oh, he will. Oh, he will. <laughs> there was five bucks on it back. Play, play. Sean just was like, fuck, and just handed it over to Triple. <laughs> Sean's like, William, what are you doing? Play, play. I was hoping he'd get in a holla 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 while he was yeah. at it. Every anytime they mention Teddy Long, and like they then somebody comes out who is like that comedy relief. I I pray they always do the Teddy Long to yeah. the, the dance, but they never do. You're gonna go one on one with the Undertaker. With the Undertaker. Did anybody watch that minute yeah, that, long? That two minute yeah, long. The two minute long of video. Him just saying yeah. Undertaker. You're going one on one with the Undertaker. Over and over again. At the pay per view, you're going one on one with the Undertaker. Dude, one of my favorite tweets long ago was. Someone tried to send someone a tit, or they requested oh. some titties. Oh. I want a titty pick. <laughs> and then when they didn't respond, they'd be back with this picture of Teddy Long. It's like, <laughs> if you don't send a titty pick, you're going one on one with the Undertaker. Play it. Play it. So let's mark out no sell for NXT TakeOver. War Games. As uh, Corey mentioned, Leon Ruff, Johnny Gagano versus Damian Priest in a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Question, is Kevin Owens on commentary in the match? Probably not. No, so. <laughs> I'll mark out a little. I mean, I like what they've done here. I think it's painfully obvious Ruff doesn't leave this match as champion. I what? Can Uh-oh. Dissenting viewpoints. I think Priest wins it back. I, if, if Ruff doesn't leave with it, it's Priest. No, I've got a call right now, Joe. Who's winning? Priest. All right. Yeah. Devin? Uh, Miz cashes in the money in the bank. There it is. <laughs> uh, I'll slightly mark out. I want to. I actually didn't see the uh, original. Ma- the blue meanie, baby. What's happening? Blue meanie, baby. <laughs> the original match when Leon won. So that's what happens I'm, I'm when Raven to see him hey, work. That's what happens when Raven does LSD and watches the Beatles' <laughs> Yellow Submarine cartoon. 
and then goes to Paulie the next day and tells him about his thoughts, and it's like, boom, here's the blue meanie. <laughs> yep. All blue right. meanie got a, uh, almost got arrested one time at a kid's park because he was doing promos <laughs> greased up and painted with oh. nothing on but a doll, a teddy bear in front of his crotch. Oh, I heard the story on the <laughs> podcast. It is <laughs> phenomenal. I love blue meanie. Uh, but mark out. <laughs> so <Kinda. laughs> I'm going to mark out for this one, and I'll just say it now. Uh, Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match. I can't hard they, no. I can't believe they they uh, stretch this really? to another match. I hate strap matches. Um, why? It's my literally strap match. Why are you doing this to me, Mister Regal? I know I can take him, beat him, but I don't want to. You don't want to touch all four. Why corners? do you hate me, Mister Regal? Yeah, could be your attitude. <laughs> what do you got yeah. against the turnbuckles? I think it's the dumbest match in the history. Is, of hold on, hold on. Do we know if it's a Touch the turnbuckle, or is it just a strap and pin? It doesn't say. Because that'll decide whether I mark out or not. Because if it's uh, if it's the turnbuckles, I'm with him. It's the dumbest match in the history of wrestling. And I'll no-sell the fuck out of it. It's fucking It just stupid. says it's a strap match. Well, then my mark out or no-sell is to be determined. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call back next week, no, and we will like tell you if we did. Beat the not. fuck out of each other with a belt, that's fine. But I like, will say this. If it's the other kind, hell no. Well, all grave, you put out a better version. I am... Uh, I am... Yeah. <laughs> I am gladly taking that victory lap on Cameron Grimes. Yes, you, you should. As you should, to sir. The moon. Is it around the moon? Yes. Like Apollo 13? To the moon and around. Let's go to our next match. As it say? It say? War Games! Thank you. Oh. Jesus. Team Shotzi. Team Shotzi of Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and TBA. It's got to be EO, right? It is. Uh, it has to because they knocked her out last week. Abeyance versus Team Candice of Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm, also known as Team Smoke Show. Team, I mean, there isn't a whole lot of Smoke Chiefs. Show in that match. That's true. That's true. Hey, I, mean, I will never I mean, not mark out anything reason. So yeah, mark exactly. Out. I remember um, last year's war, women's War Games was pretty fucking great. Yep. So that was D- that was Dakota Kai's uh, heel turn and Rhea Ripley just fucking. Tore through people. She yep. can stomp on any part yeah. of my body. So I will I will mark out for that. All right. Agreed, I will mark out. As I will. Next match is a... War Games! Jesus, damn. I ha- you gotta get the pause. You gotta get the dramatic. Like machete? Mm. Playa. <laughs> Undisputed Era of Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish versus Pat McAvee, Pete Dune, Danny Birch, and Orny Lorkin. Oh, I'll mark out. Because is McAfee taking the spot? Like yep. he's going I was to just going to say McAfee's taking, taking the, the top of the, yeah. spe- the top. And Undisputed Era have never lost war games. I don't think that'll change here. This is in WWE land. This is their match, mm-hmm. just like it was the Horsemen's match in WCW. This belongs to Undisputed Era. Um, you're going to get Adam Cole somewhere near the top doing the Adam Cole baby. Kyle O'Reilly is going to fucking kill himself again. Panama Sunrise onto the middle. McAfee's going to do ill-advised shit that somebody in his second match shouldn't do, but will do it. I can't um, wait. You know who might be the glue of this match, though? And I kid you not. Roderick Strong? Oni Lorcan. Keep a lookout. That motherfucker. He won't do anything super spectacular. He'll just be the glue that keeps everything flowing. If only he could uh, glue Ridge Holland's did, leg back together. I would say you did watch NXT, so that ladder match between <laughs> Dune and sick. O'Reilly... <laughs> That was but, great. By the way, 
Another ladder match this week on NXT. Friday. Yeah, women's. Can it's we, uh, uh, Raquel versus, I think. Wait a minute. Uh, they they like? hmm. she, uh, Ember? It's Ember. Is it? It's Shotzi. No, it's Shotzi. Shotzi. And she promised to do something totally balls to the wall, Daredevil. So Shotzi versus Raquel Relch in a ladder's match to determine who starts. I will say this. Or games. They need to cut out the ladder matches. Yeah. What? They have done uh, 12 this year. <laughs> 12 ladder matches it's NXT uh, or WWE? WWE okay. Six of them have been in NXT It is not a match that works well without a crowd They have done yeah, That's true it's too a spectacle That's match. true too They have done as many ladder matches This year mm-hmm. As they've done in the last 10 years <laughs> Combined previous Gross. Yeah So yes yeah, you're right They found another thing they like And they fucking Drove it into the ground. Only this one has an adverse effect on superstar bodies, so I'm not for it. Um, yeah. Shotzi's bound and determined to cripple herself uh, in the name of sports entertainment, so not sure how to put her in the ladder match, but hey, so be it. At least it's not Naya. <laughs> yeah, at least Naya's not working with her. Ugh. I'm sure it'll be a good match, but and the war games will be great. I think I want to give a shout out to the company for one thing. I think they've done. NXT-wise, a really good job of surviving without their world champ. Um, not, it hasn't felt like, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way towards him either, but it hasn't felt like, God, the champ's not here, he can't work, this company's down. They've done a good job of building up other shit and then bringing him back to cut promos intermittently. He's not Lesnaring it. To where it hasn't been a huge negative that he can't work yet. It hasn't hampered them because, yeah, like what, like what Devin has said, Lesnar. When Lesnar's gone, he's gone, and then they don't do shit to try to boost any everybody else around. There's always those rumors of Endurendo of like, oh look, Brock's gone for the six months, so they're gonna bump up the Intercontinental Champion or the U.S. Title. That's a 1998 twelve, by the way. Just throwing that out there. I didn't see, but. With with carrying cross getting hurt, so you lose that, and then they make Ballard champ, and then he gets hurt. Otherwise, on a Tuesday. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I mean you're not fuck, you're dude. not wrong at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of Ballard than you are, but he is very injury prone. Oh, well, it's Don Marine, I wonder. Um, <laughs> the doy, yeah. That is a 1998 12. A little less makeup on her <laughs> yeah. than that. You mean she's not caked up like a whore like in WWE? Yep. Oh, go figure. <laughs> Goddamn, some of those publicity stills for the five-on-five five women's match from Survivor Series, they cake so much makeup on them. I thought it was like the five doinks. Ooh. And these are attractive women. They don't need seven pounds of cake makeup on. It's ridiculous. But Vince has a type. Nia Jax. <laughs> Tamina Snook. She, she's not I like injure most, most girls. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And I will not vaccinate my children. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. But we got this camel toe. <laughs> I miss my spot and I botch out the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it for your singing? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that was it for Corey's karaoke corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
that was Corey's karaoke corner. But let's go to our one of our newest segments of the show. It's what's it called, Mister Booble? I didn't know you were going to throw it to me. So well, I'm I'm throwing it to Booble <laughs> to. I didn't know he's throwing it to me either. Today it's, in wrestling history. Thank you. It's a fun little idea to give you guys some insight. I I cherry picked things. Pay attention, Devin. That you guys might you. find interesting, or at least are important enough for you to know. Mm-hmm. So. Like, you know, if Joe Schmo and, and Dr. X won the regional Alabama tag belts in 62, I'm not going to tell you about it, but... Joe I mean, Schmo, Dr. X. December 1st, 1973, Stan the Man Stasiak defeats Pedro Morales in Philadelphia to win the WWWF World Heavyweight title. That's WWE Hall of Famer. Yep. Father of meat. Loaf. The title run would last, of course, nine days before mm-hmm. losing to Bruno San Martino. Nope. Good run. 1979. Sterling Golden defeats Dick Slater to win the NWA Southeastern title in Knoxville, Tennessee. Sterling Golden? Yes, you might know him more by his more familiar name, Hulk Hogan. Hmm. What about a uh, one Patty Stonegren? <laughs> nope. Sterling Here's Golden. Yeah. Terrible fucking brother. And Can you t- pick that? <laughs> I have no idea. Jesus. Sterling Sterling Gold. Let's go with Thunderlips, dog. Come on, man. In, Brother. In 2005 in McDonough, Georgia? McDonough? McDonough? Sure. Sure. We'll go with that sure. one. <laughs> Madonna. Mike Mizanin Who? defeated Knox Tista in the tournament final to become the first ever Deep South Wrestling heavyweight champion. It's a record book, folks. 2006. TNA sends a film crew, along with Vince Russo, Jeremy Borash, and the Voodoo Ken Mafia, the New Age Outlaws. Oh, yeah, I remember this. To a WWE house show in Knoxville, Tennessee. The crew filmed vignettes with VKM outside the arena. See, Voodoo Ken Mafia, VKM. Outside Um, the arena, there are letters shown on Impact. Uh, The Road Dog and Mr. Ass would later enter the building... During a Triple H Orton match and take seats in the upper level of the building, they had tickets, prompting some scattered TNA chants. There was no acknowledgement by Triple H Orton or any other performer that the TNA stars were in the building, however. Hmm. Because they started doing that, their sketches were like, it was like the invasion, but like one, like two, one week they would be at the wrong day, mm-hmm. or it's like... It was terrible. It's like they're, they're on a Tuesday, and it's like, you know, like, are we off a day? Yeah, you know it, was it was yesterday. It was three former DF employees in the Outlaws and Vince Russo with access to grind and wasting TNA money and time on doing so. Did bro? anything come of it? Bro? <laughs> no. uh, them going back to WWE? Eventually, yeah. yeah. This will be great, bro. 2014, here's the last one for the day. New Japan Pro Wrestling launches newjapanprowrestlingworld.com. Ooh. Damn. This day in 2014. I got one. Yeah. Oh, shit. This day. The database the database? N- no, it was on Twitter. Uh, this day in 1997, the old woman in the crowd takes a swing at Hulk Hogan <laughs> and WCW Nitro. Oh, granny. I did see that. Yeah. And I, I thought about, I should have included it. You're right. I saw that earlier because I, I mark out whenever I see that footage of a little old woman trying to punch Hollywood Hogan. Oh. And he's in her face like, what are you going to do, you old bag? And she's like, so great. It's so awesome. God damn it. It was great. That's the height of wrestling. Right? That's what wrestling is supposed to be. You heat. elicit heat from old women in the front. Because right back in the old days, that was where you got your heat. Those yeah. old grannies in the crowd, man, th- hitting you with their purses on the way down and trying to 
There, I mean, there have been many instances, specifically in the South, where they really took it seriously. Nope. Where the old little old ladies were the ones who would stab wrestlers on the way to the ring, like because they didn't have barricades. They at some at most would have like a little thin piece of rope. Yeah, rope. Women would stab the hills on the way to the ring. Crazy. Or if you're in Puerto Rico, they throw piss at you. Yeah. Or if you're Accurate. in Chicago at an AWA show in 1973, you uh, you sit in the upper balcony and try to shoot Nick Bockwinkle as he's trying to beat Vern Gagne for the AWA world title. However, you have a ter- terrible aim, almost hit Bobby Heening at ringside, <laughs> <laughs> and instead the bullet ricochets into the other side of the crowd and shoots one of those other fans. What? Yeah. <laughs> you or you want to say that to the mic so we hear that? What? Yep. <laughs> someone, we had a sniper. We had a Texas fucking uh, state we, bell the, tower sniper. Someone <laughs> the grassy knoll. <laughs> but he brought Back the grassy knoll the with him into the crowd, into the right, arena. that checks out that it was in Chicago. It was just random gunfire. Before, fire, hey, before they out. busted kayfabe, man, those people believed. And uh, those Still hills. Still damn it. Those hills drew heat. I can tell. <laughs> yes. Well, look at that dark side of the ring. Yep. I mean, fuck. Someone got stabbed in the uh, uh, stabbed in the locker room, and everyone's like, played it off. Nothing not, not happened here. No, nothing happened here. Jesus Christ. I saw the eight stab rubes in him. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, you're talking about. talking about. He tripped. Heart attack. But yeah, no, that and that happened many times. Harley Race was shot uh, on the way to the ring during a match. And then still worked the match because it wasn't bad. It was like in the leg. And Harley Race was like, fuck it. I, I got work. no time to bleed. I can work. I'm already here. It was like when Triple H got that pallet stuck right. in his leg. So like he finishes the match and then eventually goes to the, you know, it wasn't bad. It was just in the leg. So. Flesh wound. I mean, I'm sure if it was in the abdomen or something, he might have gone to the hospital. <laughs> but then again, it's Harley Race. We would have cut two months off the match. We don't, we don't really know what he would have done, but. I don't have the gig now. They were a tougher sort back in that day. <laughs> <laughs> hearing those stories, it just reminds me of like um, hearing the stories from Cody Rhodes about how uh, the horsemen would come over for Thanksgiving and this is the time where it was still yeah. kayfabe and stuff and he walks in and Dusty's with Rick and Cody doesn't know what to do. Right? Did you hear the other day, Cornette talked about it, where him and his first wife, they finally had a day off, and she wanted to go do something fun, so they went to like a fair um, in North Charlotte, where they lived. And uh, so they went to the fair and tried to have, you know, he wore a hat and jeans, and all that, tried to blend in, but people still kind of saw who he was while doing rides and shit. So they're in line for a ride, and it's like a really long line that snakes. Yep. So he doesn't know. He's just they're standing there bored, and then they finally get to the point where they can turn and see the rest of the line. And at the front of the line is the Rock and Roll Express yep. with uh, David Crockett or Tony Schiavone, someone who was chaperoning the. They had a win a date with the Rock and Roll Express, <laughs> and this was that date. So like, and it was still. Oh, like, it was, I remember the yeah, story now. It was eighty yeah. six and K Fabe, and so, on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Cornette and his wife have to leave so nobody can see them in the park real quick, or else it'd be like. What is he doing in the same place of fun as the Rock and Roll Express who they're feuding with? And Ugh. yeah, it was like, you know, like we that's had to, Cornette. That's Cornette. Yeah, he had to like dug his head down and just they had to leave and just go back home and do nothing fun on the one day off he had. That and sucks. It's like, um, you know, it's a shittier story, but it's like the um, Zack Ryder when he got thrown off the stage, he had to walk around with like neck brace and like uh, uh, a like, cast and all that stuff. To the airports and stuff. And like, you were there yeah. first. Zack Ryder, the new Jim Cornette. Yeah, I was like, well, at this point, I'm surprised they made him do that in 2012. I mean, Kayfabe was long dead by then. 
like, I mean, I'll give you one more because uh, this one's classic. But in 1980 in, in Mid-South, they did an angle where the Freebirds blinded the junkyard dog. And his wife was legit pregnant with his first kid. Um, and they had like a month before the baby was born. And, but kayfabe was strong. So he didn't leave his house for a month. Like, you know, that he didn't show up anywhere. He couldn't do any shopping. He couldn't go have fun. He literally stayed in the bedroom at the house with the shades drawn so no fans would understand that it was fake. And they, you know, and they went on TV like, he may not see the, the birth of his daughter and blah, blah, blah. And, and like, people, like, people were sending money to his house <laughs> to help him survive because he couldn't wrestle and make money for his family because he was blinded. That's how real they took that shit back then, right? Well, I mean, like, Savage and Elizabeth legit got divorced yeah. to maintain the storyline. <laughs> I mean, kayfabe, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that dark side, actually. Kayfabe it. <laughs> That's why you're that kayfabe guy. I am. Ooh, yeah. I miss some of it. I don't miss some of the other stuff. I don't want to see anybody get shot at. You know? Well, depends on who. Well, depends on who. I mean, Nia Jax, that's fine. But I don't want to see anyone what else if, get okay, shot at. Okay, what if when Cass and, and uh, Enzo jumped the barricade at that R.O. Uh, that Hated it. They got lit up. What if they just got, fing, <laughs> fing? That would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wanted what happened. What, okay, what, what Tama Tonga wanted to do, I wish they would have done. Yeah. And yeah. that's just to have Tama Tonga and his brother beat the living piss out of them. That would have been great. Um, that would have been awesome. Um, just fully, yeah. full UFC, full ground right. and pound. That's the fun stuff I missed. 1998, two. Look at that. Yeah, that's a two in 1998. <laughs> Founder. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half. Yeah, one and a half. <laughs> Four out of ten. Well, yeah, the guy has an eye patch, guys. Okay, he's, he's, oh, we're talking about him. Hey, oh. The ref with the mullet's hotter. He must look out. <laughs> or do you take a look? Look at that guy. He looks like he's about to get beat by Rocky. Is that Chucky e. T? Look at that, look at that can. If he dies, quarter. he dies. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Oh, let's bring that up first. Okay. Uh, Whoa. What the? F- oh, yeah. Whoa. Is that a nun? Whoa. Is that, is that a what nun? Fl- is that a nun? Is that a nun <laughs> with a goatee flipping off a wrestler? Is that Conrad Thompson? Cape, baby. Cape, baby. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Mike Tyson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Back in the ring over the weekend. Wow. That is a nun with a goatee. Okay. <clears throat> Segway. It's a nun tee. In uh, an exhibition yeah, match tea. against fellow old time boxer guy. Roy Jones Jr. and uh, me and uh, Mr. Lacell here can attest was a very good fight, fun pay per view to watch. It, it Surprisingly, was. it was surprisingly fun. We bought it uh, strictly to see the shit show, and uh, for the most part, it wasn't a shit show. We were looking, we're, we were hoping for like uh, Lucha uh, Triple Mania type stuff. We were, uh, and what ended up happening was what. I believe as somebody who was too young to experience Tyson in his heyday, I mean, he won the title a year before I was born, you know, so there's that. Um, every time he would swing, we would get visibly nervous for Roy Jones Jr. Yes. Even at 54 years old. So it is like an old time, because I'm old enough to yeah. have watched... And, I, and I've Tyson. seen that. I've seen his fights. I know what it was like. I just didn't experience it. When, when he would take a swing and miss, we were like, "Oh my god!" If he hit him, he would have killed him. <laughs> he would have died in the ring. <laughs> seeing the speed, like Nate Robinson, of the fifty-four-year-old man missing and like just going like, "This is a exhibition. You can't. They're not going to knock each other out. No blood. This, this, and it's just taking the swings." And you're like, "Holy shit!" He dug him to the body a couple. It times. It was. Um, 
as weird, but still in a good way, as him and Austin in the ring. It was that weird, like, what is happening in the world right now? You too, Cold Stone. Cold Stone. (laughs) Gotta have it. No, it was an enjoyable match. Uh, Night. uh, We did see a knockout. (laughs) He was knocked the fuck out. Whoa! What? See that? What did the nun do? No. The dude grabbed the titties on the nun. Straight up, the goatee like, nun titties. Straight up, just like uh uh-uh, uh. <laughs> Checks uh-uh, out. Uh uh uh. Does it say rim on the back? <laughs> Rick Ratchet. Is it like? Is he the brother of Ricky Rackman? It is Ricky Rackman. You know you want it. Give me a oh yeah. Would you fuck me? And the fact that they're in Jersey leads me to believe that is a real nun. Goatee and all. Jersey sucks. <laughs> but no, that that night it was a uh, it was a fun show. Uh, besides the. Concerts, it was awesome because of Shiki Baby tweeting, live tweeting it. And Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg was Dogg. amazing tonight on that, on that pay-per-view. Oh, Snoop Dogg was amazing. The entire, entire Twitter world was like, if nobody hires Snoop Dogg to do commentary. So I disagree. No one should do that. When he has to commentate like serious fights, it's yeah. terrible. It's bad. But if he can commentary the yeah exactly, put him with Joe Rogan. You put no smoking weed back and forth. You put him like in these scenarios. This is peak Snoop Dogg. At one point, like before Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out, he was like, "Nate Robinson's from the hood. He gonna shake this off." (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Hey, can we stop the match? The guy's wearing basketball shoes. He needs to like stop. Can we get a timeout so he can uh, put some boxing shoes on?" He was probably smoking at the desk. Oh, he was. Well, he's wearing, you know, he was wearing Nick colors too. So and that night was sponsored by Weed Maps. Yes, where you can find your weed. But it was a good, it was a good show. You know the the line of a uh, that looks like two two of my uncles fighting each other at the barbecue. I have a suggestion. Basically, yes. <laughs> yeah. God forbid anything happened to the four of us. Hmm. But if any of us were to pass before Sheik, yeah, can Sheik be at the funeral? Live tweeting? Yeah. Pretty amazing. How cool would that be? The Devin, the jabroni in the casket. <laughs> I suplex his casket, make yeah, him humble. Not even a nice casket, huh? Yeah. You drink at Sprite. <laughs> yeah. I see that little bitch Nick Gage not show yeah. up. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> you guzzle the Sprite. <laughs> I don't know the little jabroni, but I drink at the cold beer at his funeral. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. What a pop. Why, why is he fighting in 99? I have no idea. I love it, though. You don't worry about it. You don't worry about Abdullah the Butcher at a hardcore wrestling show in 1998. Yeah, don't worry about that. Well, he's going to be bleeding, so it's oh. very nice. He's already bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's already busted open. He's not even inside the ring yet. Wow. Those are nice. Oh, that, is, yeah, that is something. What the fuck? What does he have in his that? hands? Prongs? That's a fork. That's okay. Abby's fork. Yep, we're bleeding already, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is the train wreck. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up, since I've been regaling you with old stories, yeah. Devin, I have one for you. Yep. Chief Wahoo McDaniel almost got wrestling uh, kicked out of the city of Charlotte, North Carolina in the 70s. It's impressive. He uh, was blading well, during a match. Charlotte. He was blading during a match. No problem. He's a skilled yep. gigger. However, his forehead was so 
Callist hmm. from Nonstop Blading, <laughs> the blade got stuck in his head. Ooh. And he didn't know it. So he went on wrestling like five <laughs> minutes with this just razor blade. his blade, blade pounded into his razor head. razor blade just sticking half out of his head. And that almost got the commission to kick a wrestling out of Charlotte. Yeah. Can you imagine gigging so much that you're callous? I mean, look at New Jack. I mean... Look at Dusty before he passed. <laughs> look right? at Jerry Lawler. It's, I mean... Dusty had uh, scars on his arm from where he would blade. Yeah. Well, I watched that uh, Magnum TA Tolly Blanchard match and Tolly bladed on his arm. Did you like that match? That was a great match. Fucking great. He was like, I was like, good God, these guys hate each other. You know what the funny thing is? Later on, after Tolly and his wife got divorced, the wife married Magnum TA. Hmm. And uh, even though Tessa is Tolly's kid, TA raised her. Wow. And it's like, and how's that for some odd? So he got in a car accident after this and didn't wrestle again? October 86, he wrapped his Porsche around a phone uh, pole. It was raining and he skidded off and. Ryan dunned himself. Yep. Well, he lived, but. Uh, <laughs> Good. I mean, ended immediately a promising world title run. And, oh, he'd I have been into me a champ, yeah. He was going to be a giant star. He was going to be the dude. Dusty yeah. had been, two years, he'd been building him up. And then, ironically, he had just dropped Dusty off at his house right before that wreck. So he would have been in the passenger seat. Because it's not like they were partying. They were coming back from a house show. Mm-hmm. And he dropped Dusty off, and then it was going to his house. It just happened to be raining, and he took the turn too fast. Hydroplane, bang. Yep. Boom, right into a phone call. Uh, what did he, like, break his neck, break his back? Uh, neck and back, I think. The spinal, yeah. It was bad. I mean, <sighs> they thought he wasn't going to live. Damn. Is he still alive today? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. He, he actually made a fortune in satellite dishes. He was like, uh, he owned a company that like probably so much fucking... satellite dishes. Right. I like that vocab. Yep. But no, he ended up doing really good for himself after. But damn. Corey. Yeah. I put you on the spot. And Joe and Devin, can I simultaneously introduce a new segment? Okay. Oh, no. Go ahead. Database. Yeah. In that vein of the match Devin just watched. Yeah. Did you give us a match to watch this week? A little homework assignment. I already got one. Just pick one. I already have, I already have my homework assignment. No, no. I yeah. want Corey to pick one. Uh, okay. No, no, no. He already gave me one. Well, what is it? Maybe we're doing something. Maybe it's the it. Triple H Kevin Nash ladder match. That's the match. In All fact, right. I yeah. will give it to all of you. That's what I'm saying. TLC, Devin. Yes. TLC 2011. Watch the Sledgehammer ladder match between Triple H and Kevin Nash. Before the podcast next week. Okay. It's like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. With video packages and all. Yeah. I picked that one, and I'll tell you why I picked because I just did that retro mm-hmm. video. But I, I have... I read it. Um, huh? I read that, yeah. I have always been an island to myself on that match. High about, on it. About being about like high on yeah, it. Yeah, being okay. high on it. Because everybody... I mean, it's 2011 Kevin Nash, 2011 Triple H. All right. All but... Right. I've never seen it. For so. the story told and for the way they worked, I think it's great. That's all I'm going to say. I expect you all to hate it, because like I said, uh, nobody I'll, likes I'll, it. I'll watch it, and I will have nothing in my hands. <laughs> um, NWA Shockwave started this week. Oh, yeah. Did not However, it. you don't have to. Okay. Producers and has. Yeah. And it is the highlights, or the match of Nick Aldis versus Mike Bennett. Oh, from the first uh, Prime? Oh, I've already seen that. Yeah. So you, you've seen Shockwave. Okay. As I think there might be another match or two, but like Zen said, she started falling asleep towards the end. 
That's I, not a good sign. Um, am I the only one? I don't. I don't get the big deal about Mike Bennett. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I, he's not. I just. He's not the world's best wrestler, but I mean, I like his him. His wife's hot. Okay. She was hot. She was hotter years ago too. Years yeah. Ago. Like, she was hotter then. It's irrelevant. But to me. I mean, the older they get, the um, hotter they get. It's the back of the barrel, the sweeter the juice. I just like him. I I I like. Wilson still. I like the guy. I like yeah, the story. Tori Wilson's fine. So and I also like Trish the story better, that but... he overcame um, addiction without going to rehab, just working it through himself. And yeah, I mean, it's not like I think he's a world beater, but I like him. And I think he's. I'm very happy he's back at Ring of Honor because that's the perfect fit for him. Okay. Well, let's uh, wrap this. Sh- huh? Do we, have- Do we have anything else? I don't think so. Hmm. Any other uh, segments you want to uh, come throw? I mean, don't hit me. I'll say I'm a little worried that the ref is wearing a neck brace. But well, hey, you know the, that, the ending segment of SmackDown oh, I thought was really good. Yes, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens beating the shit out of Jay Roman, standing there watching. Thought that was really good. You have your attention now, Roman. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, you could tell how pissed he was, and Paul was just looking at him like, oh shit. Again, effective stuff. Roman, um, Roman Reigns, baby. Seems like they're setting up Bailey and Bel Air. That'll be a good. I one. also heard rumors of it's Brian and uh, Reigns at Rumble. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Have you seen? And I'm like, how many people is he going to go through every one person a month <laughs> yeah, right? to just mutilate them? There'd be nobody left on the roster. Have you seen the <laughs> commercial for Total Bellas this week? No. Yes. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. So Brie Bella keeps getting. She's sitting on the couch, and, and the kid's not born yet. Dude. She's like, I don't know what to do. I keep getting these weird texts from Brian. I am father. You mother. I am father. You are mother. The kid's middle name will be Fire. He's on a camping trip, right? And he's taking some shrooms because Daniel Bryan is really interested in hallucinogens. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> he totally the, seems like that kind right? of guy, too. So it's like she just keeps getting these texts about, I am father. You are mother. <laughs> the middle name will be Fire. <laughs> <laughs> And I think, like, I saw that because AJ Gray retweeted going, like, every week the Red Dragon gets so much cooler. They should, they should move to Oregon since they just legalized those. Right? They got a while still. So I was like, that's awesome. I don't watch that show. But, not, yeah. but it, like, another week where I'm like, I would like to hang out with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, that'd, be, that'd be cool. That would be cool. One day. Um, I think that's it. I don't have anything else. To, uh, no, this was, like, a lackluster... It was a very quiet week. I quiet think we have a week. lot more to talk it was. about after uh, Twinkle Toes catches the, gold. catches the gold. And <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that review. And multiple people try to kill themselves in a war games this weekend. Then we'll have some stuff to talk Who about. Who will think die? Kenny Omega would have to do to get Jim Cornette to like a match. I think it's impossible. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. Same with the Young Bucks. I think they're just not a lot of headlocks. No, (laughs) I don't think. I don't even think him doing a full-on chain wrestling mat wrestling would. He'd be like, he doesn't like the way he looks. He doesn't like the way he talks. He doesn't like the way he moves in the ring. Says he's awkward. He doesn't like. Yeah, he just doesn't like him. He fucking hates him. Hates the fact that he wrestled a blow-up doll. Can't stand that fucking. Yeah, I I think on a bushy too. Orange Cassidy could literally. Have a five star fucking 1980s Southern wrestling match. Like, he wouldn't care. Guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. He would probably put over the match, but say pocket still sucks and is fucking. <laughs> said he should. 170 pound guy with his hands in his pocket shouldn't well, be I doing d- that to begin with. I do like the fact that he calls Jericho Jericho vid now. Or the canned ham. Or the canned ham. It's one of the two. Yeah. Oversized canned ham or. <sighs> hmm? that's, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I would say um, if you. Uh, 
watch uh, AW Dark. Good luck, since now they're becoming like two and a half to two hours and forty five minutes. I watched. Christ, I no. I watched last week's. It was damn near three hours. It was. Fuck. I just I remember Janela's tweet going an hour. Right. I remember Janela's tweet going like, "Am I hour nine? When's my <laughs> yeah. match? Yeah. When's it going on?" Well, I guess Khan said he's looking to turn that into multiple shows now on YouTube, like dark and then something else. And then lights out, lights out, dark light, night light, glow <laughs> <laughs> light, yeah, night bright, right, darkness. But looking at, I think it's just to give hello, I, darkness, my old friend. I think it's just to give everybody reps. Oh yeah, I, I understand, but when it's three hours of so much, yeah. But when and it's, a lot, a lot of them. when the matches are you can consistently see there's fourteen matches and there's maybe one 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 match that can go either way. That's the point, Joe. I keep telling you about this. Show. That's know. the point I of know. the show. But I, do I really want to watch the Gun Club versus Three Jobbers? Well, then don't watch it. I don't. I go. So what are you bitching for? It's two hours and forty five minutes too long that you don't have to watch. You know what it is? Zen does. Because Zen does. He's here to save us. He's oh. the savior. Oh God. I want to say the line. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Say it. Y two J. Oh, I can. Oh, I'll, that say, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say this. I'll say it. I will gladly watch Dark every week over Raw. Happily heard that. Wow, we will without question. Because in fact, I have been. I never miss Dark. So there it is. I, I haven't watched Raw in two months. Not a fucking two segment of it. Yeah, go strong. And it, nothing's going to change either. Tell Vince dies. I'll say the line. Go ahead. You can follow. You can go to nocellentertainment.com. <laughs> oh, it's not? I don't remember him saying that. No. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he did for a while. He was the master of those really long reads. Uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com where you can find all of our podcasts. I, mean, I can expand it if you want, but yes. I'm going to say. Do, do, do it, it like he used to. <laughs> Let's go old school, baby. Uh, Let's kick it at old school. You guys got 25 minutes. I do. Um, can we just can you pub all the podcasts that aren't here yeah. anymore? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pub some dead shit. Okay, uh, you can go to nosellentertainment.com where you can listen to the No Cell podcast, the Monday Night War Stories, the Midweek War Stories. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He would tell you about each one as he said. <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> you can go to nosellentertainment.com where you can listen to the No Cell podcast. This one right here that we talk about daily, uh, current day wrestling. Mm-hmm. You can go to. Listen to the Monday Night remember, War stories. If you remember, he would tell. He would be like, "Where we talked about war games," and I mean, he would break it down. Okay, <laughs> <coughs> take three. We're yeah. live, <coughs> ah, you can go to nosoentertainment.com where you can listen to this podcast here, the Noso Podcast, where we talk about current day wrestling, like we just broke down NXT Takeover, Winter is Coming, AEW. Nailed it. You can also go to nosoentertainment.com no to listen to the Monday Night War stories, where we talk about. 1999 wrestling, like WCW and WWF, where we talk about how WCW is br- losing shit and WWF is not. Not. <laughs> yeah, you can go then. You, you can uh, listen to us talk about the midweek war stories, where we have Thunder, who's losing its shit, versus the new upcoming fresh SmackDown. The new toy. The, the new, new toy. toy. You can also go listen to the old shows, like. Four quarters. That lasted four weeks. You hey, go. six. I just got a oh, memory. Six. It was weeks. It was episode six. Hey, Joe. Yes. What was four corners about? Uh, sports. That we sports. Uh, yes. The no sub dipped their toes into sports, but was the water too cold? 
Were the brights too light? You just the didn't have me. The brights. I mean, the lights were too no, bright. No, the brights <laughs> the were brights too, too light. Too light. <laughs> you were right the first the time. The brights were too light because we didn't get the information until three minutes before we went live. And then you can also go. We're live, pal. You can listen to <laughs> the Q when oh, we. Oh, some of the guy bashed the passion project. That. Yeah, that's the one he wouldn't do. Oh, okay. shit on that. Well, <laughs> passion project. We have the ten count where we used to do uh, <laughs> ten counts of a uh, famous our favorite wrestler, least favorite show. Popular show, this, that. Uh, we also have... Superstar Snapshot. Superstar Snapshot, where Corey would break down uh, a superstar. superstar. And John Cena. We John Cena. Kevin Owens, because he would also break down Kevin Owens, because I would look at the Wikipedia, and Corey would be line for line for the Wikipedia, <laughs> as he's just sitting down, crossing his arms. Yep. Not looking at Wikipedia at Not all. looking at <laughs> all. We also have the Human Wrestling Database's retrograde, where we throw Corey in his time machine and go back to where he tells us what we should and should not be watching. Oh, it's like he was there. It's like there. God, I feel damn. like I'm forgetting a show. Uh, the, retro, uh, the Retro Review retro machine. machine. Where Corey takes us back in time to... Find Do out. what he said yeah. only in podcast yeah, form. Only in podcast form. That's right. And you know, right? What does he say, Joe? Love each other. <laughs> Love wrestling. Shaklockity. You can go to nosellentertainment.com <laughs> for all that, and you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever. You do that, and you'll clean it up. <laughs>